Welcome to Happily Ever After is just the beginning. Keeping your relationship not just together, but happy, and we mean truly happy, is part art and part science. You've come to the right place. Here's your host, Leslie Dorries. There are two common cliches out there. The first one is that beauty is only skin deep, and the second one is that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So that kind of brings up an important question. How important are looks in a relationship? The truth is that each partner's physical appearance actually matters to a certain degree. And what each looks like will change over time. Trust me, I'm not the, I don't look exactly the same as I did on my wedding day. So a big question is, when does it matter, and what do you do about it? So to help answer that and some other questions, I'm joined by Keisha Easley. She's a health coach and the author of Worth of Weight. So Keisha, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about a topic that we like to stay away from. Now, that's not to say we don't talk about it in general, but usually in our own relationships, we kind of try to stay away from it. Well, so the idea oh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we, we don't like to talk about, um, you know, being overweight and what happens to our, you know, desires for each other when we're overweight. <laughs> well, and it's tough because there, I mean, because there are so many things that happen. As I said, I've had two children, so that changes the body. And I'm also a woman of a certain age, of which I'm not going to say. I don't look like I did when I was 22, 26, 30 years old. <laughs> so, I mean, there are some natural things that happen. And, you know, and, and there are some um, medical-related things that come into play. So, I mean, this, and by the way, this is a really personal topic for most people. <laughs> it's like, Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, and, and of course the advertising industry doesn't help because they, you know, they, because of what they put in the, you know, the sta- quote unquote standard of beauty. And I got to tell you, I'm not a big fan of all this dad bond thing either. So, <laughs> okay, wait a minute, you know, it's like, it everybody to a different standard, you know. Um, so, but part of what prompted me to, to invite you onto the show is that you wrote a post that appeared on the Love, Honor, and Vacuum blog, which, by the way, I just still love the title of that blog, um, about the changes that happened in your marriage when you kind of made the decision to get healthy. So kind of what was your thinking behind that? What kind of, you know, what kind of occurred to you that goes, yeah, maybe I, I want to do something different? Well, I wasn't really um, thinking about how I looked per se. I was actually more concerned about how I felt. Like Mm -hmm. I felt exhausted, just tired all the time. And, of course, when you're tired all the time, you don't feel – you don't feel sexy, of course. Like that's the last thing on your mind. You just kind of feel blah. And I just felt like I needed a change from that, and I knew – that I was going to have to lose some weight in order to make that happen. I wasn't uh-huh. exactly fo- focused on what I looked like at that time, but it was more like I got to get some of this weight off of me because I don't feel well. And maybe if right. I start eating better, I'll feel better. 
Well, and that's, you know, and that's kind of a really important thing because you, you mentioned about being tired all the time, which, of course, when you're tired all the time, and um, I have a medical condition that makes me tired all the time, um, plus the fact, like I said, I'm of a certain age and I don't sleep well at night, which also makes me tired. And so it's really hard to, to get up, the, you, to come up with the energy to either, you know, to make the kind of changes, even if it's you know, dietary changes or um, exercise. I mean, it, it can be really hard to go, you know, I'll do it tomorrow because today I'm just too tired. So how did you get started? Well, I ended up reading a book called um, The Plant Paradox by Dr. Gundry. And uh-huh. that book just talked about a different way of eating. Um, it, it's like it's more of a lectin-free, low-carb kind of thing, which was uh-huh. different from what, I, what I'd ever tried before. And some of the science he presented in the book just made sense to me that, uh-huh. you know, I felt like, okay, I've never tried this before you know, maybe this will work. And I just said, you know, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to just see how I feel and go from there. And I think in like two weeks I was I was feeling like tons better. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's really interesting because, because you know, this is, you know, this is the thing that, you know, people try it and, you know, and, and they don't necessarily feel any better or, you know, some of the stuff that's out there is like so crazy, you know, I'm going to date myself here with the grapefruit diet, the cabbage diet, oh all goodness. these things where you're supposed to, it's like, it's like you know, it's, it's, it's not a sustainable way of, of doing things. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like the idea, of course, this appeals to my, I can never remember if it's my right brain or my left brain, I should know this by now, but my analytical <laughs> brain, whichever side that is, um, that you know, you're you're looking at it kind of based on science, and it sounds like that this was a intentional decision. So it sounds like you had tried some other things before that just kind of yeah didn't didn't work mm-hmm. real well. But but you actually did some research and went okay, this makes sense. Let's give it a try. Um, mm-hmm. So you also in the article you mentioned that before you got healthy, and I love this sex seemed to be more of a chore. And I think that's true for a lot of, a lot of people, women especially, you know, especially, you know, they've got all this stuff on their plate. And, and I keep trying to have this conversation with, with the men I come across. And it's like, okay, guys, here's what you got to understand about women. <laughs> we have this whole long list of things to do, you know, this to-do list. And I'm going to tell you, and guys, the last thing you want is sex to be one of those things on the chore on the to-do list. <laughs> Because yeah, that's the last thing we you know we want it to be. So, um, but you know, so but you mentioned in this article that getting healthy kind of changed that for you. Which you know, I'm I'm kind of looking for any kind of information that will help couples, men and women, to go okay. Let's put some let's get some life back into you know our our mm-hmm. intimacy. Let's let's do this so that like you said, it's not something to check on the to do list. So how did how did getting healthy make that change for you? Well, there were some just very practical changes that we hadn't thought about was the fact that we, like, had more space, like, in our bed. <laughs> <laughs> Taking up less space. 
And also because both of our stomachs weren't in the way, it was like, you know, we could hug, like have a real, real hug, and it was just different. Like it was just like all of a sudden it was just different. And, you know, I had more energy, so I can remember like I'm actually thinking about wanting to do this. (laughs) <laughs> that uh-huh. happened in a long time. Like I'm thinking about it, and then physically, just feeling lighter, like being able to move around. I, I don't, I don't really like getting graphic about it, but just sure, being able right, to no. like, you know, do things without feeling like I'm gonna fall or I'm heavy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and that's you know, I mean, and and, and again, this is. And I want to be really clear that this, the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you is because it really was a lot of health focus. And, um, you know, there are, so many, there are so many illnesses that are weight and, and health associated, things like heart disease, things like diabetes, things like um, even some cancers are related to this. And so this is not, I'm not, I'm not trying to get everybody to think, oh, my gosh, they have to become a size 2, um, which, of course, I think is just an absurd size anyway. Actually, the, the absurd sizes are like the zeros and the double zeros. I don't even get that, but okay. I don't know how you could be a zero, but whatever. Um, but it's more about really being aware that our bodies are part of, who we are, and it's and it's how we can relate to each other um, in more both emotional intimacy and physical intimacy, and it's how do we maximize this? And I don't think anybody has to be, you know, like I said, I don't think anybody has to be a size zero, but it does have to do with with health. And you know, you've explained it so well. I mean, I I always. Um, you know, would would love would you know would would love you're watching movies and you're watching the, this couple roll around in the bed. I'm going, well, first off, you can't do that because somebody's going to get hurt, and the other thing is that somebody's <laughs> going to end up off the bed. <laughs> you know, right. Okay. You know, so that's it, but mm-hmm. but it is about being able to. It, for what I'm hearing from you, it's about sort of being able to fit better and actually be closer to your husband. Is that kind mm-hmm. of an accurate statement? Yeah. Exactly we physically could be closer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, my arm isn't going numb and his arm isn't going numb. Just practical things like that. Now, I got, now and, and I'm going to say that sometimes that just happens anyway, just because, uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it sounds like you could, that there was more things that you could do. And in a way, that's important to be able to please each other, to be able to make this a pleasurable experience for both people. Um, and, and, we, and again, we don't talk about this. And it, it, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll hear from people about, well, what do I do? My partner's put on so much weight. I don't know how to talk to them. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's difficult to be with them physically or, and, and, if, and if I'm honest, sometimes it's, I'm not physically attracted to them anymore. Um, and I do think we have to be careful going down that particular road because there's some things that, um, like I said, there are certain, that people are out of, you know, they don't have as much control over it because their bodies are fighting them on certain things. 
Um, but it, to me, it's always about how can we be our best selves, which for me means mm-hmm. our healthiest selves. Mm-hmm. So I know that you do work as a health coach. Is this something that you talk about with, with your clients? Yeah. It, well, you know, if they're married, definitely. But I try to, um, you know, start by just saying focus on you first, like versus focusing on what your partner is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because a, a lot of times people, Always good advice. Yeah, they they kind of get where they are just pointing the finger, you know, you, you, you need to do this. But um, a lot of times there are things that we need to do first. And if we do that, you know, as, and set a good example, then things can shift with less resistance that way. Right. Um, you know, I mean, and, and that's that's a really important point, and I know we're going to talk about it in, in just a little bit, but I want to remind people that this is Happily Ever After is just the beginning on webtalkradio.net. I'm Leslie Boris, and I'm talking to health coach and author Keisha Easley about the benefits to your marriage of getting healthy. And since this is a societal problem, it may be playing out in your marriage, and it may not be a question of weight, but just the overall health of either you or your partner. There may be some other health things going on. And there may be a predisposition to a chronic illness or one that you're actually dealing with. And, yes, you did take vows of in sickness and in health, but you might not be too ecstatic about the till death happening too early. So, in addition, remaining attractive to each other is a big boon to staying intimate. And if you have concerns in this area, then I um, highly recommend that you take a moment and get in touch with me to schedule your free, no obligation, create your happily ever after transformation session. You can reach me at area code 919-924-0463. That's 919-924-0463. Or you can send me an email at leslie, L-E-S-L-I, there's no E at the end of it, just L-E-S-L-I, at foundationscoachingnc.com. That's F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N-S. Coaching, N is in Nancy, C is in charlie.com. And I want to get back um, to talking with Keisha about, because you did mention in this article that you focused on yourself first, that you said, okay, I need to do this um, Now, had you had conversations before about about both of you getting healthy, your husband getting healthy, or is this something that you just kind of went, no, I got to I got to take the bull by the horns and take care of this myself. Well, years before like we, you know, had we had tried, you know, to lose weight and we both lost a few pounds, um, but then, you know, we we gained it all back and then some and we uh-huh. kind of, you know, we've done we've done the yo-yo thing before. So uh-huh. this particular time, I said, you know, I can't wait for him to decide when he's ready. I have to just go ahead and get started. I mean, I, I wasn't thinking about it all extra deep. Like, I don't want to make it seem like I was, you know, so in tune with everything <laughs> at that time. But yeah. really what I, what I felt was like I have to do something for me. And if he wants to join me, great. But if not, you know, so be it. I kind of had uh-huh. it, like, in my mind, like, already set. Like, I'm going to have to be ready. 
for when he's bringing the donuts and I'm not eating it. I just had the I had the scenario already thought out. <laughs> but yeah, that's, it, yeah. It, I I gotta tell you, I'm a I'm a I'm a sucker for jelly donuts, and it's like, okay, please don't let please don't have them anywhere around me. Don't even right. want to see them. <laughs> right. So. so, so. What, so you start working. So you start working on on you. So when did he? So when, when did the light bulb go off for him? Well, it took. I'm gonna say months, maybe about <laughs> four months in. Um, mm-hmm. And he just happened to be like he's watching me get dressed one morning, and he's just looking and smiling. I'm like, what are you smiling about? <laughs> and he was just like. I need you to feed me whatever you're eating because I don't want people running around thinking you're my daughter, you're looking great, and I can't be this old, you know. Mm-hmm. I need to eat what you're eating. And literally that very day, I, I wasn't taking him seriously, but he was serious. That day he started um, eating better and has been mm-hmm. ever since. And you said a long time, and to me it's like, Four months isn't that long. I mean, to me, like four. If it took four years for him to notice, but you know, so, so it's important. But it's important to notice that it it was, you know, a, a relatively short period of time. Four months. Where he's like, oh wow, something different about my wife. I want to get on board with this, um, which I think then probably made the. It, it certainly makes staying with a new with the lifestyle change easier when your partner is on board and not sabotaging because I know that's one thing that, that people get concerned about, about mm-hmm. if, if one partner starts to get healthy or starts to look better, you know, what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> does that mean they're going to leave me? And, you know, and I, it sounds like you and your husband had, a, had really good communication around all this because my guess is he knew you were doing this. It wasn't something that, that you were oh, yeah. trying to do behind his back. Yeah, he so, knew, and I, I told him, you know, you don't have to, but this is what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, and, and I do think that the, the people can go one of two ways when they see somebody um, moving, you know, making really good progress to, towards the goal that they have, that they either go, oh, I want to I wanna do that too, or they undermine them. And I definitely think it's a much healthier thing to get on board that that makes it easier for the two of you to keep going because you, you now have somebody who's rooting for you. Right, right. It just definitely made it easier because then I have, didn't have to try to do the two meals and the, you know, trying to get my healthy stuff while I'm still cooking stuff you <laughs> like and I'm smelling it and I'm like, I'm not tasting it, but it, that means it may not taste right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this all well, then, the, yeah. made it easy. Yeah, in that case, he's on his own, right? <laughs> it's like, I don't right. know what it's like because I'm not tasting it. But for you, <laughs> and, you, know, you said in, in the article, in, in, the, in the post that, you know, food was the thing that got in the way in, in your life. And so are, are there some things you can recommend for others that are in the same circumstance? Yeah, definitely. Um you know, I, we just ha- we kind of had to change our mindset about food. Like we had mm-hmm. a mindset before that food was this thing that was a part of our entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. it was 
it was in a it was something to be like you we're always in a mode of celebration with food and it's like you know if we're not having the best food then then this isn't the best day or whatever it's kind of almost like how you know it, it's not a great day till you have something some big juicy hamburger or something i mean it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. that's kind of how our life works so it was like um it, it, we didn't realize it, but it kind of took away from actually dealing with different things that were going on. Like, you know, we're so focused on this hamburger that we can't really deal with a serious situation. I mean, uh-huh. it, it, it was almost like food had become a distraction. It was like um, rather than um, having the the focus, on talking to each other and really understanding that, you know, something's going on, we're so busy stuffing our faces and enjoying what we're eating, if that makes sense. Well, it it does because, I mean, one, we all need food to survive. None of us can survive without it, and and good food is is definitely much more pleasurable, pleasurable than not good food. And, and again, that it was something that connected you guys. You could actually enjoy this together. But like you said, it kind of diverted away from maybe some of the other things that would have been more beneficial to focus on. Mm-hmm. And, it was, you know, it was similar to, like, now that I look back, but it was similar to, um, like, maybe how someone who's addicted to alcohol like mm-hmm. you have a friend that you always drink with and mm-hmm. it's like you know you have this bond because of it but you don't have a bond like what happens when when that's taken away and and you're focusing on trying to really really like heal yourself and deal with what's going on it's like food yes you're supposed to eat it but really, like, do we even really, are we really even eating real food is sometimes the question. Yes. Because of all the different processed foods and all that stuff. Right. And then and then sometimes it's like, are you even tasting the food you're eating because you're eating for a different, like you said, you're eating for entertainment, as you said, or, or mm-hmm. sometimes people are eating um, to deal with their emotions, which is, like you were talking about, it's, it's very similar to other potential addictions. And, you know, so, but it's interesting because, in a way, the two of you were eating together, which meant that you were enjoying a, an interaction with each other, but somehow it seems like it's different now that you're eating healthier and you're able to enjoy each other in different ways is that kind of a mm-hmm. accurate exactly it, it's kind of like um you know you you you're afraid when you start a health journey that you're not going to be able to enjoy things like you did before but really what you were seeking in the first place was just some real authentic joy anyway so mm-hmm. when you start experiencing authentic joy in other ways you put less pressure on it coming from food. And that's kind of what happened with us. I love that description. So can you 
um, elaborate a little bit on what authentic joy is, at least for you? Because I love that. I love that concept. Well, for me, it's just can we just spend time together because we're so busy working. So most mm-hmm. of our time is spent apart. And then mm-hmm. when, when we are together, it's so like, you know, we're focused on the next thing and getting ready for bed and, and doing this. So to me, it's let's just be together. We're laughing. We're talking to each other. We're focused on, you know, doing little things that we know makes the other person happy um, and and just, you know, we're, we're literally not putting all the weight of our life on the enjoyment of it coming from food. Mhm. And you know, and and going back to the convers to the beginning of the conversation when when we're talking about how tired you were um, before you started the health journey. I mean, when we're tired, it's it's really hard to you, you just don't have that energy. And it, just talking to you, I can hear the energy that you have. Um, that going on this healthy journey, you've gotten this energy back, and now it sounds like the two of you are using this this extra energy that you have to focus on each other, which just makes the relationship fantastic. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Because when I, I can just remember just being so tired, I just literally was thinking, like, I have nothing left to give you. I just need to get in this bed. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and and I and I do think you know, and so and so the whole point, and I want to say, I mean, yes, weight can matter, but it, it's more it's it's more being healthy, not not so much what we look like, but what we feel like, because I think that that that's what brings the um, attraction and connection to our partners, because if we're alive and we're interested and interesting and you're being able to connect because we have energy, um, that that mm-hmm. to me I think would be extraordinarily attractive. Um, and both, both, you know, and so that that's going to help. And it isn't so much about necessarily what, what beating ourselves up from, oh, okay, I've got this wrinkle or I've got a little, you know, a love handle mm-hmm. there. Um, it's more about how do we feel overall. And so that's kind of what it sounds like this journey has been for the two of you um, and that you had the courage to take that first step and go, yeah, I'm doing it. i, I got to do it cause, because I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Um, so it, what would you recommend? Because I know you're a health coach. And so what would you recommend to people who are listening to say, you know, yeah, that all sounds really good, but <laughs> I don't have the energy. <laughs> well, okay, so you have to think about what your why for getting healthy is in the first place. I mean, because without that, you're not going to adhere to something because you don't really want it. Like you don't really have, you know, you like you might like the idea of it, but if you don't have a genuine this is the reason why I need to do this, you're not going to do it. So you have to sort sort out your why. Is it because you want to have 
more energy? Is it because you want to have a long life so you can enjoy your family, enjoy your children, grandchildren, be able to go on vacations and actually do stuff? You have Mm -hmm. to, like, visualize your why. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. And then you – oh, go ahead. Well, that's absolutely true, and I'd say that, you know, I, I would say that for, for any goal somebody is going to undertake is be clear about why you're doing it, Cause, because you're right. If you don't, if you're not clear, then it's easy, it's easy to get off track. Very easy, very easy. And you, you have to also um, keep in mind that, you know, okay, once you do have your why, you can make up your mind and you can know what you're supposed to do, but if you haven't worked out how you're going to handle your obstacles, mm. you're going to get, you're going to walk into, you know, constant being inconsistent. Just, you know, you're going to try one day and then oh, something's going to come up and then, you know, that's going to throw you off. So you kind of have to assess for yourself, and everybody's obstacles are different. Like, what might be mm-hmm. my obstacles may not be another person's obstacle. Like, I don't exactly like to cook. So I knew I had to develop a, a strategy for that versus somebody who loves to cook, then their issue would be different. Correct, yeah. Well, I mean, and, it's, and it sounds like, you know, that, that being interested, you know, and, and to me, we can't just do this because our partners want us to, and I think that's kind of the, the way you were talking about focusing on yourself first or um, not, you know, letting your, letting your husband come along after you did this because, you know, and I think this may be why um, the tactic that some people use to try to get their partners to, you know, stop smoking, stop drinking, eat healthier, whatever, whatever it might be generally falls flat because, like you're saying, that other person hasn't necessarily bought into, you know, they'd only be doing it, you know, they might be doing it to get you to be quiet, which means it's not going to last. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, can you tell people where they can learn more about you and, and your story and, and getting healthy? Because I think it's, I, you know, like I said I, from before, it's not something we usually talk about in terms of relationships, but it does matter. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, well, I have um, a website, and it's simply my first name and my last name together. So it's Keisha, K-I-E-S-H-A, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y.com. That's my website where you can, you know, pretty much find everything about me. Or you can look me up on Facebook if you're you're active there. I have, um, you know, I have a page there. I have a group there. Just uh, the title of my book is Worth the Wait. So if you look that up, you'll, you'll find me there as well. Well, great, because you know, there are so many things that contribute to a healthy and successful relationship. Your physical health, and yes, as we've been talking about, appearance are two of them. And it's unrealistic to expect no physical changes through the years, but making the effort to take care of yourself as best as possible can have a big payoff for your marriage. So... What's one thing you might be willing to take on to make that happen? 
hopefully one of the things you take on to make your relationship better is to continue to listen to the show. So I hope this has been helpful. And until next week, stay loving.